They say you can't fight City Hall, but local voters may be able to do something about that starting next week when the filing period opens for most city government positions in the region. Welcome, friends. This is this week's edition of the Know the News podcast. I'm Rusty Turner. I'm the editor of the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. And today's topic is municipal elections, the kind that determine who your mayor or your city council member is going to be. Filing period for most municipal government positions opens Wednesday next week and closes the following Wednesday. And then you'll be voting in November on who makes up the members of your city council and, in some cases, who your mayor, city clerk, or city attorney may be. Local government is where the rubber meets the road in politics. What your city council does probably has more direct impact on most of us than anything that happens in Washington, D.C. or Little Rock. So it's in these types of elections that voters, in return, can have the most impact on what government does. We'll have a story coming Sunday rounding up this year's municipal elections and the filing period in the four large cities in northwest Arkansas. Tracy Neal is the reporter working on that story for us, and he is here today, and we're going to talk about it just a little bit. Hi, Tracy. Hello, Rusty. Well, let's get the basics out of the way. Let's just talk about the filing period. When does it start? When does it end? What do people need to know about it? Well, the filing period begins Wednesday. It runs a week, so it ends noon, August 10th. Okay. And candidates can file in Fayetteville. Candidates can file in the Washington County Circuit Court Clerk's Office, mm-hmm. and in Benville and in Ben County, they can file in three spots: uh, the County Administration Office in Benville, the offices in Rogers, and in Salem Springs. Okay. So if you're uh, if you're interested in running for a city government position in Washington County, you go to the Washington County Courthouse, or in Benton County, those three those three. Uh, yes. Uh, those three locations you just mentioned. And, uh, of course, you have to be a registered voter, to, uh, and you live in the city that you want to file, I guess. Yes. Yeah. All right. Now, in the four big towns, uh, it's just the city councils. Is that right? Uh, it's the city council, and it's the city attorney in, 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 a, in a couple of the towns. Okay. It's just an off year, mm-hmm. so none of the big four mayors will be up. And when, when we say big four, we mean Rogers, Rogers, Springdale, Benville, and Fayetteville. Right. So, uh, so none of the none of the mayors. None so, of the mayors. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I, I will mention this though. Normally, it would be the it actually is the fourth year of Stephanie Orman's term in Bentonville. However, she doesn't ha- her term is extended automatically to six years this year because Bentonville during the 2020 census surpassed 50,000 population. And so that meant that uh, the election cycle for Bentonville changed and, and their mayor gets elected the same year that Roger Springdale and Fayetteville does because they're already over yes. 50,000. So, so what that meant is essentially Stephanie Orman gets two free, or two free years without having to run for re-election. Oh, just two extra years. Yeah. And I believe the same thing happened uh, in two of our other cities, too. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. Which ones were those? Springdale and Rogers. So that was Doug Sprouse of Springdale who got two extra years. And Mary Greg Hines. And then Greg Hines. And Rogers. Yeah. All right. Now, uh, once these folks file, uh, they'll be campaigning, but when's the election? When will people get to choose? Uh, the election is, the, is November 8th. Early, early voting begins October 24th. And then it also is filing period for the other uh, city councils of the smaller communities in the area. Yes, and uh, some of the smaller cities, they will have mayor races yeah and city council races also yeah and i know and i, I don't know exactly what cities uh who are who is running yet yeah. right. but i know i do know there will be a mayor race in 
and Centerton. Mm-hmm. Bella Vista. I, Bella Vista. Yeah. I, I, I just know, uh, I know candidates have announced in Centerton already. Right. Yeah. And, and in Bella Vista already as, a, uh, uh, as well. So, but we really, even if you've announced, nothing's really official until filing yeah. period. Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, people can, are, of course, you can announce on Facebook or, but as, if you don't file, you're not a candidate. Right. Right. And we've, we've had that before here, you know, uh, um, you and I both have experienced that before with a candidate who announced for a particular position and then never uh, decided it's for some reason yes. not to file, and, I, yeah. and then I, they then they don't appear on the ballot. Yeah, so I think some of those races, people are very curious about who will run, mm-hmm. and they're probably seeing people on Facebook thinking that they're already candidates, mm-hmm. but you won't be official candidate until you file. Until you actually file, yeah. Uh, and then you know, every once in a while, you get a surprise right there at the last minute. Somebody you didn't expect to file uh, yes. uh, will file. So uh, uh, you never really know. So it's kind of an interesting time, this 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 week-long filing period, to see who's going to run for city council, who's going to run for mayor, and, and some of the smaller communities. Yes. And if there is a runoff after November 8th, then the runoff is three weeks after the general election, I believe. I think that's correct. Yeah, I believe so. So if you don't get... A majority of the vote, if it's a, a race of more than two people and you yeah. don't get the majority, and, and not one person doesn't get a majority of votes, then there'll be a runoff yes. three weeks later. Uh, that's very, and that goes for most of the cities. Uh, the city, Most of the cities in our area uh, have city council, mayor forms of government. There are two cities, though, we covered that have a different form of government. And Tracy, I don't know how much you know about this. You may not have ever had to cover this, but uh, both Fort Smith and Siloam so- Springs have the city administrator yes. form of government. And it's a very different, uh, very different structure, including the elections. I didn't know if you knew that. So I've got some I've got some information about that <laughs> if you're if you're interested. So the instead of a city council, instead of an eight member city council, uh, uh, like most cities, the boards of directors in Salem Springs and Fort Smith, there's seven members. Four are elected by ward. And then three are elected at large. So you have a seven-member city board. There's also a mayor who, uh, who presides over the meetings and has some limited veto power and has some ceremonial duties. But the mayor is not, in this form of government anyway, the, uh, the uh, chief administrator of the city government. That is a hired staff position called city administrator. Uh, so so it, it functions quite a bit differently than mayor council, where the mayor is essentially the, the, the chief executive in each city. Their elections are different too, and I've and we'll talk about that in just a little bit because August 9th is the primary election for city administrator forms of government in Arkansas. So some voters in Salem Springs and in Fort Smith will be going to the polls as soon as August 9th to vote uh, on on city council races. So um, so the way that works is that the filing period's already closed for for city uh, administrator form of government, and uh, in any race that there are more than two people. There's a primary on August 9th, and the top two vote getters in that primary, unless they get 50, more than 50% of the vote, then those, the top two vote getters then go to the November election. Any race that has two, two candidates, it automatically goes to the November 8th election. So, so uh, we've got an interesting situation in Fort Smith where there is one at-large position with three candidates, uh, and so... Uh, so voters in Fort Smith will be going to the polls August 9th to choose between Robin Dawson, Christina Katsavis, and Carl Niven for the at-large position five spot. 
Uh, and if none of those get 50% of the vote, then the top two vote-getters will go to the November election. And, uh, and then there are two contested races that are already going to be on the November ballot in Fort Smith. Uh, the at-large position six, uh, that's Kevin Settle and A. Drew Smith, and at-large position seven, Neil Martin and Jackson Goodwin. Same situation in Salem Springs, but they have actually two races uh, in, uh, that will actually be on the August 9th ballot. So, uh, but not everybody in Salem Springs will be voting because these are ward positions in Salem Springs. So uh, in, voters in Ward 2 in Salem Springs will choose between, on August 9th, Mike Henry, Blake Jones, and Ken Wiles, with the top two vote-getters going on to the November 8th general election. And in Ward 3... Uh, voters, uh, Salem Springs voters will choose between Betsy Blair Finn, Marla Sappington, and Carla Creasy. And, uh, and then, again, those top two vote-getters will go on to the November 8th election, where there will also be a, a Ward 1 election between, in Salem Springs between Mindy Hunt and James McGurk. Um, I should add Fort Smith Mayor George McGill uh, okay. w- is unopposed, and so he will, uh, he will be re-elected to a second term. Uh, and so there won't be an election there for, for him. Um, so that's a, very, that's a different way uh, of doing elections, and it's very unusual. And so unless you live in Salem Springs or Fort Smith, you may not have much, uh, much knowledge about how that works. So, um, so Tracy, your story uh, previewing the municipal elections, it's going to run Sunday in the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Is that right? Yeah, it's going to be in Sunday's paper, and I should, I should say that in each of the big cities, there are four council spots open. Each city has eight council members, okay. and it's to position one council members that are up this year. And in 2024, it'd be the mayor, and the position two can't okay. city council members. Yeah. And those cities who elect their city attorneys, they're they're also uh, open this year. Yes. Is that correct in 2022. Uh, except Bentonville. Except yeah. Okay, Bentonville city attorney is not up. Not is not up. Okay. Uh, and then, of course, city clerks will go along with the mayor. And the city the, clerk is, goes along with the mayors. In the position two, and that'll position be in two, two years. That'll be in two years. Okay. All right. Well, uh, check out Tracy's story in Sunday's Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Also, in uh, the River Valley Democrats, Democrat Gazette on Sunday, Monica Brick will round up those two races in Fort Smith. And if you're interested in the Asylum Springs races, check out our sister newspaper, the Asylum Springs Herald Leader. Uh, Tracy, thanks for being here today. appreciate your insight, and uh, we will talk to you soon. All right. Thanks for having me. We've got plenty of other great content coming your way in this weekend's edition of the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Stacey Ryburn will tell us the options the city is considering in Fayetteville for an apartment complex prone to flooding. Should the city help the owners elevate the structures to avoid the flooding or buy the property and replace it with green space? Will elementary school students be heading back to Fayetteville's old Jefferson School, which has been converted into an adult education center? That's one of the proposals being considered as the school district works to redraw attendance zones. Another new event is coming to Northwest Arkansas. It's an open water swimming race on Beaver Lake. The Walmart Oz Swim will take place in September with the competitors with the fastest times qualifying for the world's largest open water race in South Africa. Fort Smith's police department has resurrected its bike patrol. Thomas Sassente will tell us about that and its effect on local residents. All of this and more will come your way in this weekend's edition of the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette and the River River Valley Democrat Gazette. If you're a subscriber, you have access to all of it. 
If you're not, you certainly can be. All you have to do is go to our website at nwaonline.com and click on the subscribe button and we'll get you fixed up. Or you can call us at 479-684-5509. Again, that number is 479-684-5509. We appreciate all of our subscribers and all you do to help support us as we perform the local journalism that we know you want and need to have. This is Rusty Turner signing off for this week's Know the News podcast. Until next week, so long.